0: I'm George Flynn. What have we learned so far in the book, in the TV show, on the podcast? We've learned that we can control our thoughts. And remember, we've learned that our thoughts lead to our emotions. And what is the big secret? Is being able to control our emotions and our emotional state that's what we're going to do. We understand the knowledge. What do we do with it? What exactly can we do with this process that we now understand? I hope you understand it. Let me go through it one more time to make sure that you've got it. Remember, anything you want to do and we're going to get through the things and how emotions take, take care of things, the things you want to do, the things you want to have as far as a house, a family, the cars, the money, the job, the great relationship, the health, the exercise, the diet, the taking control of your life. How do your emotions affect that? Well, quite a bit. We're going to learn that In the next few chapters. But in this chapter, we just want you to understand, and I believe we've got it, that emotional control is what it's all about. That's number one. Our thoughts produce our emotions. Remember that. We can control our thoughts. Therefore, we can control our emotions. And whenever I hear about, you know, this logic series and you say, if this and then this, th- therefore, I remember I was at Georgia Tech in the engineering school and we had to take some philosophy course and my father came to visit, my mother came to visit and they said, what have you learned so far? And I said, this was first semester, I said, I've learned to prove that Al Capone is a butterfly and they were scratching their head and I've forgotten how how it was but it was you know something about butterflies and Al Capone and then therefore Al Capone's a butter- This is the logic that we're talking about. This logic right here, right now is true logic. It's not one of these funny things. It's we can control our thoughts, our emotions come from our thoughts Since we can control our thoughts, then we can control our emotions. Big secret. What do we do with this? As a physician, as a doctor, as a medical doctor, I see patients. And what I've learned is the more I have emotional control, the more assistance I can be. That's why I went into medicine to assist people. Uh, there's, a, there's an essay, and I believe it's by Osler, and it's called Equanimity. In other words, everything stays stable. Equanimitas. Equanimity. Everything is smooth. Physicians, in order to be the best physicians, usually have to learn this lesson very, some learn it very early in practice, some very late in practice. Emotional control. Because with that emotional control, you can be the most helpful to a patient. Because if you're all caught up in your emotions, and they're reading your emotions, and you know you can read somebody else's emotions, you know that. If you're all (coughs) afraid and flustered, then the patients get afraid and flustered and you haven't helped them one bit. I mean, if you come in to see a patient or if you go in to see somebody to comfort them and you're all flustered and you're all, you know, you've just gotten off the phone and had a horrible phone call or if you just, you know, hit your hand on something and your hand is hurting, you go in flustered people pick up on your emotions. So, you want to be helpful. So, what I've learned is emotional control. And you can be, I can be, of the most help because I'm open to listening. I'm open to taking in all the information. And you can be too with anybody about any situation, whether it's a job interview, whether it's anything You want to communicate because you're open to communication. You're not constantly thinking, what am I going to say next and not listening to what they're saying. How does this have anything to do with anything? Well, what I've learned is the more emergent, the more stressful a situation gets. I don't know how I learned this, but I did, the calmer I get. I don't get more excited, I get more calm because the tighter the situation, the more more time constraint on the situation, I get calm. And when I get calm and focused and centered, I can focus on the problem. Everything else, it wipes away. I don't think about anything else except the problem at hand and I'm calm and I'm not running scared and I'm not doing things just to be doing them. I'm focused on the problem and how to solve the problem. I don't care how we got to the problem. I don't care what's going to happen after the problem. I care about solving that problem right now in this very moment. And that's called living in the now. You have just learned a lesson about living in the now. But I'm going to tell you a story. And this is a very emotional story to me because it almost, well, it did change my life. It was a morning like most mornings. I'd gotten up, had a shower, getting ready for work, you know, standing in the kitchen, getting the briefcase all ready to go to work. And was, you know, thinking, okay, what do I need to have ready? What do I need to do? And I pulled out a multivitamin pill, a little bitty pill like that. It's yellow. I still, I can think of the taste of it right now. And then about 30 seconds later, I was there. In my kitchen, taking a glass of water, taking the pill, couldn't breathe. I could not breathe. I was choking to death. I knew what was happening. I didn't freak out. I got more and more and more calm. I knew I had to deal with the problem right now and I thought, This is a heck of a way to die on a vitamin pill. I kind of made light of it. But I couldn't breathe still. And as I became more calm, I said, you know, I don't have time. I was talking to myself. I said, I don't have time to call 911. I just don't have time. I've got to do something about it now. and my mind went back to a meeting and I went to this meeting and I enjoyed going to the meeting but it was a two or three day meeting and I was in the elevator in the hotel with one of the attendees with several of us were in the elevator and a lady in the elevator started coughing on a cough drop and this fellow who was a I think it was a massage therapist, told her, breathe through your nose, not through your mouth. Because the back of the the muscles in the pharynx are all in the back of your mouth, are all constricting. Breathe through your nose. And I remembered that. And I remembered being able to breathe just a little bit because I was choking. I could get a little bit of air in through my nose and I got my lungs filled up. And I had the biggest, I pushed on myself and I had the biggest cough and that pill came out into the sink because I was standing right there by the sink where I just had a glass of water and choked on. And I took a breath you know, like you do, you take the deepest breath, because you haven't been able to breathe for a while, took the deepest breath, and I coughed quite a bit. Because I wanted to make sure nothing else had gone down the wrong way. But that was life threatening. If I had freaked out, if I had lost my cool, if I had gotten emotional, The first thing you do is open your mouth and take the deepest breath you can. That lodges it even worse. You take in very shallow breath and you cough it out. And that's what I did. So emotional control can not only help you in every form of life. It can help you survive getting calm during an emergency can help you survive and if you just know those facts and I went back you know if i would gotten emotional I'd been frantic and I wouldn't have been able to think about what to do, how to solve that problem right now. Not later, I didn't have later. I had right now, that's all I had and I solved it and I've looked and looked and looked and I will find that guy and call him and thank him. Because that 20 seconds in the elevator listening to him I was a doctor you know this happened a few months ago and the event happened about a week or two ago but I was a physician and I knew about CPR and I knew about it but I didn't know the trick about breathe through your nose whenever you're choking like that, if you can breathe, you can get some through your nose rather than through your mouth. So that's what I'm talking about. The emotion. You can control your thoughts and that means you can produce the emotions that you want to produce. Now you've heard a story and The secret is controlling your thoughts produces the emotions, and that is a skill that you now know. This skill can save your life. This skill can save your family's life a family member's life. This skill can save your job. It can save your relationship. It can save anything in an emergent situation and not so emergent. You got the tools. You have these tools. Now what are you going to do with them? What are you going to do with the idea that you have the secret to everything? You understand how to how to take... How to, self-control is what we're talking about. I'm talking about self-control of your emotions because As we get to it later in the book, later in the videos, we're going to show how applications of this can affect your health, can affect your wealth, can affect your relationships, can affect your time management, can affect everything in your life. Now you can either stop here or you can continue on. You've got the basics but if you want mastery, I'm here to give you mastery. I'm here to be your guide, to get you through to to the point that you can master your emotions. Not just know about it. You will master it. And I guarantee it. I'm George Flynn. We'll see you in the next chapter. Thank you. (music)